You guys are now tuned into the Reup NYC podcast. Here with my co-host Hector Six. When we got Tropico in the building, gang, gang, gang. Guys, manager Wayne in the building too, and we also got my guy Q. Got Q in the building. What's up? Wow. What's going on, guys? How's everything? We good. We good. We chilling right now. What's the yeah, word? man. Nah, thanks for coming by, man. We really appreciate right, it. You guys you. coming by and all that. All right, so definitely. So, Trap, real quick, um, run through the people exactly how you got your name, where you're from, and kind of like what makes you this standout artist. Um, basically, Tropical is my artist name. Basically, came up in school. I was traveling a lot. But Trap came from like being outside and people was not calling me Tropical. They were like, you gotta, you Trap. We're not calling you Tropical. We're gonna call you Trap. So, <laughs> a little he, fruity type of thing. Yeah, yeah. They were like, nah. But I have the name only because we spoke about it. We spoke about it like millions of times. They were about to put me Trap 718, Trap, <laughs> different things. But we spoke about it and we came to an agreement that we're gonna have Tropical just because the name is like, you know how. Yeah, they're gonna be like, who is this kid? I don't wanna say nobody else's name because we can't talk about those people, but they're gonna be like, who's Tropical? They're gonna boop, click it. Yeah. But once they start to know me and stuff, it's gonna be Trop. Nah, it's definitely a very um like unique type of name because it's not yeah. like, like a big something, a young something, or like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot of artists nowadays do this thing where they have like a three syllable type of thing. Little, like a YBN you know, yeah, Cordae yeah, or, you know, yeah. like something like that. But something like straight nah. to the point, Trop. brief. That's it right there. We so Trop, we Trop WWR. Win World Records. Definitely. That's, that's like that's like my man's. He um I told them from here on out, y'all y'all gonna know me as six one. But <laughs> it has it has like a meaning to yeah. it. But I wanted to make it like short and brief. So he was telling me, nah, from here on out, you're gonna be known as six. So when I hit you up, yo, what up, six? Yes, yeah, so that's that's basically what it is. Trap. Everybody you. calls me trap. Right, so where do you hail from in New York City? Um, what was that? Where do you hail from? Where are you from? Oh, from New the York. Bronx, from the Bronx. Got you. The boogie down. Yes, sir. Kind of like the hip-hop music capital, pretty much yeah, where everything kind of came It started out. where it all started. Is that kind of what made you go into music? You are like, you listen, like, I might as well use my environment for where I'm from. To nah, nah. Take Not really that. that. It was with, it was my manager. Really? My brother. He got you to music. Yeah, yeah. Um, He was opening up a studio right there in the hood, and he was just like, yo. I actually pulled up on him. I came after work. I was working and stuff. Boom, nine to five. Came up to him. I was like, how much you going to charge? He was like, nah, nah, nah. You don't got to. I got you. Don't worry. We're about to do something special. And I was kind of iffy. But then he called me up the day open, and it was just crazy. You can ask him more about it if you want. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. would you say would you say that that, because um, most artists would say, we had an artist here about two, week, two weeks ago and said, you know, they usually say, yo, the studio, like, it's, it saved me in the sense of kept me out of trouble. So would you say, in a sense, that kept you out of trouble, even though that's something that you wanted to pursue? Past experience, nah, def- definitely, but past experience did take me. I was already, already know where I was heading. I didn't, I hear you. At a younger age, because of experiences in middle school and shit, so, mm-hmm. feel me? But definitely the studio, too. So was it kind of like a hip-hop save my life type of situation that a lot of artists also go through? Or was it more to fuel your passion and not kind of like be a regular It was person? basically a dream. Right. Okay. Yeah. It was just like, it was not even a really hip-hop save my life thing yet. I mean, it's going to really bring us up there, but it was not really to that point. Right. I hear you. So let's talk about Q for a minute, because you two sound like you guys are kind of like real, like, boys. Yeah, before this whole, right and there. Q, like, before the whole music thing yeah. kind of popped up. Like, just talk about that for a minute. Like, nah. how did, how much does the friendship go with the business <laughs> and the music? Yeah, y'all, y'all probably think I met him last year now. I knew him since high school, freshman year. I hear that. Okay. And we, and after high school... We ain't see each other for like one, two years. And I was I was always asking Wayne, like, yo, what's up? I got my man. He was like, 
I'm trying to sign nobody, boo. And I came out of nowhere. My son Q was in the studio. I'm like, yeah. oh shit. Right. Hey, I'm so, like, this is about to be crazy. So basically, right my fault, my fault, bro. Um, so basically, in a sense, it was like, I'm taking my boy with me wherever I go. Like, yeah, family we, eats. We was trying, we, and then it happened. You, you get what you pray for. So even if he wasn't in music, he would be still part of your circle, like yeah, management or you know something to do with the trap type of team and management for the most part. Yeah, yeah, but he was always he was always doing music first though. Oh, so he, he didn't been music doing first music before, 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 before you did. He been doing music. He used to tell me, "You got to the studio, you could sing." And I was just, I used to play in school, like singing, like we used to do, like the, uh, I used to play around. He was like, "Bro, come oh, to the gotcha, studio right. with me," and I was like, "Hell no, that's not for me." Until he brought me into that music world. Were you ever like in a like a choir or like a church singing group? Nah, Nothing. It was just, it was just always. Like I supposed to Instagram videos and people used to share it a lot. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had a point that I was going like viral a little bit. Just me singing in my house, putting the phone right there in front of my TV and singing and stuff, covers and stuff. Okay. What, type, what type of songs did you used to sing? Um, was it all John Legend? Nah, oh wow, okay. John Legend, Frank, Frank Ocean. It was stuff like that. So real like kind of like, not, not, not the opposite of what you're doing, but kind of like a it different type of. It is the opposite. Like, it was really the opposite. I was really singing songs like that. I was going, and I was singing my child that too. I was crazy. I was wild. (laughs) That's Dominican side. Happy Independence Day, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Does the Dominican side also kind of fuel your passion for music? Because Dominicans are very, you know, music heavy. Yeah, that's a fact. I get some of my themes from the Spanish songs, actually. Got it. And definitely, I guess like the the name Tropico is really like people say it like that, but I mean they could keep it like that. I mean I really pronounce it Tropico. Tropico. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, because when I first read it, I was like, all right, like on Instagram, it's B Tropico. And I was like, I don't know yeah, if I'm saying it the right way, but I don't know what I don't mind no more. I want them to just think whatever they want to think. Gotcha. It's not that much it's of a so difference. It just depends on what, like, how you say it for the most part. Right, right, right. So, um, Tropical. Promotion, for um, sure. Sticking, sticking with your name, bro. Um, did you put a lot of thinking into it? Like, or did nah. it just, like, ring bells? It was, my, it was my guy from high school, Eddie. He was like, well, you be going to this Miami, Florida. Because I used to go to Florida a lot. My dad used to take me to family trips out there. So it was like, you'll see palm trees in my Instagram posts all the time. So this nigga is tropical. <laughs> so I'm like, tropical for IG. I started a new yeah. IG and it was tropical and it was just history from there. Not because the only reason I'm asking is because, you know, your image goes uh, uh, as far as your name. So, you yeah. know, image is everything. Yeah. So, um, would you say that that was a big deal for you, or were you not that concerned? No, I wasn't that concerned. I don't think my image really portrays tropical that much. Okay. You don't really see a tropical vibe, and when you see my pictures and stuff. I hear you. I mean, the jacket. They be picking my fits out. They be, <laughs> they be helping pick the fits out. They be little tropical jackets, but most of the time it's very Bronx, a Bronx kid. Do you think that offset in your name and who you actually are kind of work in your favor? Because kind of like people, when they first see your name Spanish and, then, kid. and then hear the music, mm-hmm. yeah, they're like, yeah. all right, cool. That's like, oh, we weren't expecting that. Yeah, yeah. Was that kind of all planned out? It always happens. They always think it's a black kid on the song. Yeah. <laughs> always. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So how much time would you say you spend on your own style? Or mm-hmm. would you say your style is a reflection of your own music? Um, a lot of time. I was in that studio for a long time looking for my... That's why my first... EP was Who Am I? Right. And I'm going to stick with that because I want to, like, Who Am I? I'm still right. figuring it out. I don't know my sound yet. This is developing, but Who Am I? Is it, is, it tough to, it. is it tough to admit that sometimes? I feel like a lot of artists want to, you know, you know, kind of force it into people that they know exactly who they are. This is who right, I right, am. Right. Either you like it or you don't. Yeah. But, you know, for a lot of creators in general, that's not always the case. Sometimes you're always reinventing yourself no matter yeah, what you I'm do. I'm always reinventing myself. Always in the studio working. We got to look for the different sounds. So basically, you don't get caught up in the moment. It's Never. Up. I hear that. Never. 
So basically, bouncing off my co-host, you know, we've seen 180s when it comes to fashion. Mm-hmm. So we've seen guys like ASAP Rocky, Migos. And you got Russell Westbrook and James Harden out here doing yeah. runways before the, their games. So They be going crazy. For real. I mean, would you say, like, when it comes to your fits, like you yeah. said, your manager yeah. and, and your friend, they be going and they be picking out your fits for yeah, you. Yeah. Would you say that that's a big deal for you, fashion itself? Yeah, definitely. They've been on me with that. I used to be. I don't really. I never used to care. I used to wear sweats. <laughs> I always used to say. I used to one of those. I always used to say, "I'm gonna wear sweats with diamonds." <laughs> that's all I used to say. But they said that's important for my image and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I always take the advice. I would just go straight with the fits, whatever they bring. Do you think fashion, in um, kind of like the fashion week type of thing, the high end fashion, could serve for your image, or do you see yourself working that type of environment? Yeah, I, I feel like I could do it, but it's not really. That much of them in my interest, right? The music is what's in your yeah, uh, yeah. Mostly the music. I want to go into acting too. <laughs> go into acting? Yeah, that's a fact. What makes you, what makes you want to go into acting? Exactly. I always wanted to be an actor. I got accepted to an acting school when I was in high school. I just oh, never went for past situations. <laughs> okay, but I, I got accepted to um, I forgot what it's called, but it's in L.A. Oh, for oh, real? Whoa, yeah, okay. I was, I was thinking like a, like a school in the city, which is still nah, pretty nah, big. No, nah, nah, in L.A. I, I remember. When I was in high school, one of the best, I don't know if you know, you probably know this, one of the best acting, LaGuardia, was okay. like one LaGuardia, of the best. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't LaGuardia, it was something like American Academy something. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, I know Juilliard's a big school over here, so I think, Robin, course, right. I think Robin Williams went there too. That's, that's um, if you make it there, like, people gonna look at you like you're different. Yeah. What type of movies or what type of roles would you want to take, let's say if someone um approached you with a script or with an idea? At first? Yeah. Probably take a little 10-minute role. <laughs> <laughs> Just not to be in the, in the camera so long. I gotta, I like playing the back till I feel me. I got okay. you. So you're like kind of like ha- harnessing your craft yeah, a little yeah, bit. That's a fact. Before you really go into it. Yeah. So, so kind of like, like a backup type of role type yeah. of scene. A little role on like power? Yeah, pro- not probably like a little cashier role. Like, what's up? Behind the deli little, or some shit. Yeah, right, right, right. Sandwich. At first, he probably take one of them shit. He like, he like the big <laughs> roles. Come on. I'm Lit. Nah, it's definitely cool because a lot of rappers nowadays are definitely going like, doing crazy mm-hmm. with music. Young yeah. May um was uh, on Mr. Robot or something uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, um Joey Badass was on Mr. Robot. Yeah, uh, um Dave well. East was on um the Wu Tang Hulu um yep. docu series, and Action Bronson was in um what's that movie um The Irishman. I don't know if you guys seen it. Yeah, I seen oh, that. Yeah. She was in a, he was in the past like, five minutes season. It was out of right. nowhere because you know I was looking at the movie I totally and I was like, that. That oh was shit, that's Action Bronson. I had no idea. A lot I like that. Kendrick Lamar was in. I don't think he was in Power, right? He played a yeah, crackhead in power. Yeah, he but he, was, did, he yeah. did really good, though. Oh, no, he, he was the junkie. Really the junkie. Yeah, he was. Junkie, yeah. right, right, yeah. right, right. He played, the, he played the good, that role. Nah, it was crazy. And it was like a, a short five-minute clip, too. It wasn't even like a big, crazy role. But he just killed it. Yeah, I like the way he did that. Definitely. 50 was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's different. It's like, now in hip-hop, it's just like different ways of getting to the bag. That's what it, that's what it really is all about. And, and, and it actually opened the doors for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, Definitely. Um, what's your favorite? Who's your favorite um, rapper slash actor? Like a Tupac, Queen Latifah type of thing. I don't have one of those right now. <laughs> you don't have one of those right now? <laughs> nah. Quincy, Diddy's son. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. All right, so let's see what else we got for you. Um, would you actually consider collabing with Latino artists since you, you seem very invested in you know like yeah, being very um, proud? I don't want to do it right. Yeah, I don't want to do it right now, just because we don't have that platform yet. But mm-hmm. once we up there, I'm willing to do all the collabs. 
nice. Spanish artists. Would you would you do like a, you know, because they were before he got locked up. Um, we're not gonna mention his name. He just got <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you feel me? But um, he was gonna do some crossover album, like yeah. on some like when Selena, um, before she passed away, she yeah. was gonna do the crossover thing. Um, would you think about if you ever got that big of doing course. the crossover with? Of course, all day. I would definitely want to do that. I just as long as they know what's my my genre. Absolutely. Right, 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 I don't right. want to get them confused or anything. But once I'm up there, I could do anything. So kind of like an Osuna yeah, and yeah. Well. Because mm-hmm. they kind of do, you know, they do like a little trap scene, but they also like right. are very good like melodically too. Yeah. You want us to do all that. That's what's up. All right. So let's see what else we got. All right. So I heard, um, let's dive into your music. I heard um, a bunch of your singles, mm-hmm. like a bunch of your songs. And they're out on all streaming services, so all the all the platforms you guys can um, find them there. But your song "Selfish," tell us what went into the creative process and the making behind that song. I heard the beat, <laughs> and I just thought about mad things. I'm not gonna lie, like I really thought about my like past relationships that I have and how they was like. Okay, I'm not trying to talk about it too much, but let's say I was selfish. Okay. And they was not with that. Okay. I mean, because when I heard the instrumental, I'm not going to lie, it caught my attention off the rip, mm-hmm. and the song was good. But when I heard it, I was like, instrumental's hot, and it gives me the kind of like, you know, the early 2000s, that chipmunk yeah, sound? Definitely. With, um, which was Ka- made like popular Kanye. with Kanye and Just Blaze. So, um, actually, J. Cole and, and Bryson Tiller a couple years ago, they kind of used it on a song that they wound up both having the same beat. Mm-hmm. And... um. Was that, would you say you were um, influenced by any of those artists, or did it happen to be a coincidence? It was coincidence. It was definitely a coincidence. What type of artists inspire you, either from today's genre or for like from, from like the past? Michael Jackson, uh. Lil Durk. Um, that's off the head right now. We got Drake. Of course. Future. Uh, who else? Chris Brown. So definitely a lot of melodic. A lot singing. Oh. Can't be rock. I can't. Damn. How for <laughs> XX Tentacion. Okay. Yeah. Would you say? Would you say the drill scene? I mean, you mentioned Lil Durk. That was one artist. But would yeah. you say the drill scene is a big um, influence on you, or is it just one artist that? Has I used to, to listen to it, but not really the, the. I'm not talking about the Lil Durk, the drill one. I'm talking okay. about the, the new Lil Durk. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> Feel me? Nah, he still talks about crazy stuff. It shows he's nah, really melodical about it. Okay, but he makes yeah. it sound great though. Nah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That new dirt, I fuck with that new dirt. Yeah, I like him a lot sure. too. Yeah, he's, he's been out for a while. I think like like you said about like you know harnessing your craft and like yep. always evolving. He's been you know, out since a perfect with the Dej Loaf example. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. That nah, he I started changing. Loaf. He started yeah. becoming commercial. It it, it actually it goes back to what you said. It's like uh, I'm trying to still figure myself out, yeah, and you yeah. can tell that from him mm-hmm. because you know in Chicago from like 2012 till let's say 18. Everybody, you're not gonna say sounded the same, but they were, it was Chicago. Everybody kind of like you know it was like that one. It was that specific drill yeah. um, sound, so it made it sound like everybody sounded the same. But with Dirk, it's like you hear the evolve. You hear um, him evolve. Another person who I kind of like give shout outs to, Twenty One Savage. Oh, you you kind of see, yeah, you see him evolve as an artist too. I heard him from mumble rapping to now he got bars, yeah, yeah. like for sure. He's making music now. Od. His last album was hot, for real. What type of in-house producers um, would you kind of want to work with or branch out with working to if you had the choice? Um, Murder. Ooh, definitely. Definitely. Um, London on the track. Nice. Probably those two right now. 
then everybody else is kind of um. Cl- how about like a clams casino or a oh, yeah. or Sanero or something like that? Like I could probably do a Sanero. Yeah, Sanero, but not really that much producers. I could really think of off the head like that. Short and simple. Yeah. Now, well, murder is definitely you know like an obvious one right now. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Think, well, along London, with London, though, London been going crazy. Yeah, London, Metro. I feel Boomin, like Metro got guys. that little too. Yeah. South trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mentioned Metro because um, he had a song with the weekend recently. Oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, that, that so went in. That went in. Yeah, so he even works well with like guys who like strictly yeah. just sing. So right. you know, but artists like you who like have nah, naturally yeah, good voices, it would definitely work. And you want like a up, yeah. like a upbeat type of thing. We could, if Metro want to do it, we could do it too. <laughs> definitely. Do a lot of people think that you use auto tune? Yeah, I don't know why though. I don't know why. I, yeah, use, I, like, listening, I yeah. do use a little bit, but I'm so selfish. Yeah, I want you to <laughs> myself, girl. I can't help it. Oh, there, we go. <laughs> there we go. That's like that. Boom. Yeah, because I was yeah. listening to it on the train once, and well, by last week, and I was like, I don't hear that much auto tune, nah, which nah. is rare for artists nowadays. I'm, yeah. saying, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You know, if you use it, you know, correctly, you have first. engineers. You know, it works good, but for the most part, it sounds trash. Yeah. I used it at first, but it was just too like squeaky, robotic. I'm like, nah, let's try right. taking it off because I can sing. Yeah. And now I don't put the auto tune. I'm f- and I t- to hear it myself. I feel like I'm sounding crazy. Okay, yeah. so now that I could really sing, my, my engineer learned how to use my vocals. I could just sh- sing straight. Yeah, it's just a little more over- overwhelming. Yeah, you know, it's more natural, more smooth. Yeah, smooth. Kind of speaks like to people. It basically, you you felt like you weren't really hearing yourself. Yeah, that's what it was. But I'm like, um, what the hell? right. Um, but sticking with um producers, what do you think about like the whole London scene right now? You know, guys like 808 Mellow. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like um, they're going crazy. What do you think about RP that? Pop Smoke. Yeah. Oh, we're going gonna, gonna to get into that, right? They're going crazy. I'm not going to lie. I love, this, I love this scene. I want to get into it. Which, sure. Would you collab for sure with yeah, yeah, 808 Mellow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, have you had a chance to go overseas? Not yet. That's the plans, though. What's one country, if you had, to ch- if I gave like a free ticket right now, or like a free performance somewhere you'd want to go to right now? Yeah. London. London, definitely? Yeah. They show love. I think so, too. I feel like they die hard fans. Bro, I, I think so, too. My folks is crazy out there. They I'm, go hard. Yeah. I mean, I saw the clips on Instagram um, when when Pop went over there. And the love that they get in Europe is just crazy. You yeah. see the fans going crazy. They, learn, they know every single word. They mm-hmm. could be Dutch, German, anything. Yep. They singing it. Yeah, now, a lot of European art. I mean, a lot of artists from over here that go to Europe get yeah. a lot of love. Sometimes more love than over here. Now, I, hear, I hear a lot of advice like that, like go overseas for a little bit. Mm-hmm. See if you yeah. can get some fans over there. So we, we might do that. Yeah, I mean, for, for you, um, would you say it's important for you to capture um, your fan base first? Here, obviously, it's like a almost a rhetorical question. That's like question. a chess game, right? Right, now. right. So, for you, would you say you want fans from another country first, or do you want to gain the attention of your own fans or f- gain, a, a gain a fan base over there? I would love to catch it first over there, but I feel like you need to get it first in your city. Absolutely, for sure. Do you think a lot of people do the opposite sometimes? Like, okay, I can't get one person do it real quick. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about We've Wayne for a minute. Yeah, uh, what makes Wayne a good manager? If you want, you get like him the mic and all that. Like he's a great manager. I'm not gonna lie, he's <laughs> yeah. a really great manager because I feel like everybody else would have been soft on me. Interesting. He really, he really like on me like with the music and stuff. He's like, you got to do it this way because this this way is not feel me. It doesn't seem right. Yeah. And I, sometimes I see it the other way, but then I start seeing it this this right, way. Right, you right. feel me? But I can let him talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, he's got so, little, he got artists th- things going on. Yeah, go right there. So it's a lot of pretty much like not tough love, but it's pretty much you. You have so much love and respect for him that you're not gonna let him just slack off and let him just go the wrong path, just because he might see things a different way. For the most part, I mean, 
he's actually my friend before I actually knew him. You feel me? So at the end of the day, I got to tell him the truth. Right. Before business. You know what I'm saying? And when it does come to business, business is only is one way. You know what I'm saying? But it's more understandable when you actually take the time out to share that with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And show them that, you know, this is business. But yet again, let me show you how this is done as a friend. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then themselves they'll gravitate to whatever they desire is you know right because you can't force nobody to do anything at the end of the day what type of experiences got you um got you kind of like practice like kind of molded you to be a good manager in the past i mean to be honest what has molded me to be a good manager is having a parent you know what i'm saying they give you guidance they give you a structure i was just about to say that you know what i'm saying having a parent is like you know you know what you have to do right mm-hmm. That's something that I already know what I have to do. So by me actually, you know, putting myself in a position where he's my artist, I already know what I have to do. And as I already know, I explain it to him. And I just don't explain it to him. I guide him through it. Right. So he don't actually lose himself through the path. Because sometimes life is going to take you and it's going to pull you a lot of different ways. You know what I'm saying? I'm only one person. Right. It's 100,000 people coming in your life. I can't stop everybody from Yeah, but he has to focus and center no matter what. The job is for him. Right. He has to find himself and, you know, stick to what he wants. You talk about that parent figure. Who was that parent for you growing up? Was it your mom or your dad? Actually, my mom. That was actually my my mom was actually my mom and my dad. Right. You know, when you actually see that and you live through that, it's something different. It's something that actually changes you, you know, because, you know, having a dad, it could be easy same time not having a dad is actually harder but at the right. same time it's better because it's, it's not better but it's better because in, reality, in the long run it forces you really to kind of like, you know in, in it, it teaches you, you to man up to say right what you need without having that and what you have to do without having that yeah so you're not like when things go bad you're not freaking out because you've kind of like been there already no need to freak out. yeah now you know how to kind of how to handle things professionally it's just about you go through something, you gotta know how to take it. Right. Because the lesson that gives you makes you stronger along the way to become the person that you need to become. Right. What type of um, bad experiences or maybe mediocre experiences have happened in a business for you guys that you guys have had to kind of maneuver as a team? Um, you're gonna meet a lot of people who's gonna try to like break the team up. You're gonna meet a lot of people who's gonna come in the team and pretend that they're in the team. People are gonna come in the team and tell you, I'm gonna give you 100%. Meanwhile, you're giving them 100% and they're only giving you 50%, but along the way, you think it's 100, and then at the end, you realize it's only 50, because only pe- some people only have what benefits them. Right. Both. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you could have your platform, just like you have us here right now. This is your platform. Mm-hmm. But we come here to show you support, you know what I'm saying? And you could actually do that for free for somebody, and they'll still tell you that that's their platform. It could be your platform, but your platform won't connect without somebody else walking in. Right. right. You know, going off what you said, um, I think it's very important for not just the viewers, but artists in general, because I relate to a lot what you say. I have a an artist myself, my friend. I manage him, too. And I think it's important that people, like, listen to what you said, because I, myself, I'm... I told him before we got into our partnership, it's a it's a brotherhood before everything. Of course. It's always a brotherhood. I'm not in it for the music, the money. I know that you love what you do, and that's why I love 
supporting you because that's what you want to do. And I'm going to support you anyways. As you should. But I told him, if I'm going uh, to do this for you, I have to know that you're 100% committed. No half-assing. Let me know that this is what you want to do. I don't want to see you like one day I'm writing down 16 and then the next day I see you wasting money on some dumb shit. You know me? But that's the message that you have to relate to them at the beginning. Absolutely, right. At the beginning, that's the message you have to relate because once you're along Mm -hmm. the line and you're already running, to be honest, whether you relate that message or you don't, the job is yours. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't put myself in this position whether he chose to do it or not. Okay. Mm-hmm. I put myself in this position because I knew I was going to do it. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Nah, I feel Whether you. he quit it on me or not, I was still going to keep going. I hear you. So, nah, for real. Day, you know, that's why we stick together because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, we know what we got. It's like I told, it's like I told my, my artist, I told him, um, I'm not going to let you fly without no parachute. Feel me? Just know I got your back. But I want to know that this is what you want to do. Let me know that you're committed and I'm going to always have your back. But besides the music, no, you always going to be my brother at the end of the day. Listen, to, to tell you something, let me tell you something. <clears throat> whether it's basketball, whether it's a rapper, whether it's an athlete, whatever it is you want to be. Mm-hmm. Some people start off today and quit tomorrow. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So there's not too many people with the willpower of doing something by themselves. But if you have somebody that you love and somebody that you actually want to get them and push them, yep. that's no longer to them. That's all up to you. That's true, right? You know what I'm saying you gotta because, push him because at the end of the day, look, for him to become the rapper, he had to be, he had to get locked in in the studio. Like here, stay here. Yeah. For a whole year, he was in the studio locked in. <laughs> nah, you sleep here, you eat here, you sleep here, you eat here. Less going out, less you know looking fly, less social media, just straight you know, yep. on some working thing. And we don't let social media control us. We control ourselves. Right. We just know what we can give them because at the end of the day, we know. Right. So use social media in a smart way as a business to portray your business and your endeavors and your platform instead of of letting social media and all the bullshit kind of influence what you should be doing when it comes to Trap and Q. We don't don't let our, we don't let nobody affect our work. You know what I'm saying? Even, I could tell you this, I don't have to see them for a week or month. They're working. They'll know that they got to be working and I know I have to be working. Right. Same relationship I got with my boy. Yeah. We update each other on what we have to do and what we have done. You know what I'm saying? And we try not to miss nothing out of it. Because at the end of the day, as much as I want it, you want it. They want it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I think that's super important when it comes to any type of business. You know, even if, let's say you're a CEO, your employees are going to have to want it. Or, like, anybody below you or equal to you or everyone kind of has a job. But the ship's got to keep on rolling no matter what. You got to give them a taste of it. How, how much potential did you see in Q and in Trap when you first started getting involved with them music-wise? Um, t- to be honest, it's not—it's not about—it's not, about, not about the potential that I've seen in them. It's about what I know, what they were, what they could do themselves within themselves. Because sometimes, at a point in their life, when you meet somebody, you might not know what you want to do yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. You might not even believe in yourself. But if you got somebody through it, and that's what, and, and they see it, then they know what they're gonna want because everybody wants something. Interesting. So it went beyond music and went. It kind of goes like these guys want, these are hungry. They want to better their lives. And you know, this is beyond music. This is beyond music. Can I, they they want to reach for the stars no yep. matter what. And I'll be here to support that, whatever yeah. they want to do. And music, it just happened to be that outlet. Music is just the opportunity for us to just go. I hate that. And we're going to go. Would you say, would nice. you say that um, 
since you got two artists in front of you right now, mm-hmm. um, would you say that you're trying to build off of that? Like, you know, there's there's clicks like the mob, the ASAP mob. There's clicks like um, um with there's other clicks um in hip hop. But I'm saying, would you say that that's what you were trying to like? That's what you were looking for from the start, or I mean, it's something that you're building towards. I mean, to be honest, you know, when we when we first started, you know, when we was kids, you know, everybody did music. That's true. Yeah, Everybody true. Everybody did music. Everybody. I, I come from the time where, you know, I'm from Watson, Sandville. Okay. And coming from over there, I used to see Dragon. I don't really heard of him. Yeah. Rough Riders and all that mm-hmm. shit. You know, Spit these balls. Exactly. So at that time, you know, that's that's where I come from. You know what I'm saying? So I used to be the little nigga in the back of the car watching these niggas rap, making them make music, doing mm-hmm. shows. So in my mind, me leaving them and going around the corner or 10 blocks up or 30 blocks up, and they still doing music. This is the future. I knew this was gonna be the future. Okay, Back I see. Then. Yeah. Are you are you thankful that you looked up to you know um, all these artists growing up instead of maybe like like wronger influences? Because you know a lot of kids get influenced by the wrong things sometimes just because it looks glamorous. Right. <clears throat> I mean, I don't think the artists, but I think the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Cause Interesting. The struggle is nothing. I, I can't thank somebody else that they didn't do nothing for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I think the struggle. Without that, I probably wouldn't be here, and I probably wouldn't be supporting somebody 100% without that. You know what I'm saying? And so I got to believe in myself, not 100, but 2,000% before I actually step into somebody else's life. Right. Before I even, you know what I mean? Okay. Did you always want to go the entrepreneur route, or there was it kind of like a little bump in the road that said, hey, let me try this out? I mean, where we come from, everything is an entrepreneur. True. Know? Life ain't about... Probably, you know, a lot of people go to school. A lot of people do all this. Well, where we come from, we do go to school. But it's different. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes in the schools that we go to, they don't want us to pass as much as they want other people, kids to pass. You know what I'm saying? So when you're in a class and you're trying to pass and you see that it's not beneficial for you, you're going to go. Do uh, go other you're routes. You're going to go where's beneficial. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I'll be honest. I don't think school was ever needed. For yourself, personally. I don't think anybody needs school. Interesting. Elabor- elaborate on that. Right, right, right. The reason I don't think anybody needs school because the same thing that they provide us is the same things that we as a human could walk to and grab and learn. It all depends on a human. What are you trying to do with yourself? You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you could only be you could only but be forced to go to school. And what? You have a choice now. Right. Now you okay. learn or you don't. Yeah, everyone has a different way of doing things. Everyone has like a very has customizable way. Everybody so, has their path. Yeah, so I can understand how the, like the cookie cutter type of um type of program that's like you go to, you go to this school, you all guys learn learn the same curriculum, same this, same that. I can see why that hasn't really even benefited a lot of people. Even as a country, we don't even rank the top ten in education. So it doesn't. That you know question definitely has to come up. The only thing I suggest that people do learn is math, though. True. Nah, true. Yeah, nah. Well, that's the only that, You ain't gonna be able to do nothing. Yeah, nah. Well, I, even, right, yeah, right. even in math too. Like, I feel like you know, instead of learning geometry, you know, teachers had to like, you know, file your taxes out. Mm-hmm. Teachers what a mortgage is. Um, uh, the difference between um, like a, um, how to build your credit. How about yo, everything? Yeah. That in school, yo. And that and that's and that's the complaint that a lot of um students come out with um, out of college. It's not just the debt. They just feel like they haven't learned. The real life skill sets, right? Exactly, and then and it's like, what was the point of me investing or your parents or whoever invests in you or even a scholarship? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to actually invest, spend four years and leave with a debt. Yeah, right. you're better. You're literally better off not even going to school and just working, Period. saving up, and then just like right. figuring it out from there. So that's exactly what I did. I went to school. What school you went to? I went to Columbus High School. 
Oh, gotcha. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also attend to Jane Adams. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like I said, where we come from, in those places, were to, there were to be good schools. Right. Okay, yeah. Weren't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You probably get out of your school right now when you could get in your car and be freely. Go to the Bronx. Go get out of school and see if you can walk in your car freely and look pretty like you want to look pretty right now. Yeah. <laughs> it <ain't gonna> <laughs> nah, it's not going to work like that. It ain't going to work. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to understand that sometimes there's kids probably that are smart, don't go to school probably because they're scared. They probably get bullied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's more than just an educational piece. It's, it's, more, a, whole, it's, it's, more, a, whole, it's more of a social aspect than an educational mm-hmm. piece, in so, my opinion. So the reason we're here is because we're trying to take it to the top, and we want to be the example right. yep. of what people should be doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, yeah, there's a lot of people who's famous. There's a lot of people who's up top and doing what they have to do, but they give, a, they give the hand to the people they know. Right. right. Where we come from, we give a hand to each other. We haven't seen somebody come from our side and give the hand to our side, so we're going to go get our own hand. You don't feel like the older generation has given back to maybe your generation, I mean, per se? everybody gives back, but at the end of the day, you know, everybody's going to be full of complaints at the end of the day because if he gave something and he didn't give it to you, why should he be happy for you? True. That's like one a, way to look at he it. He might sound like a hater, but in reality... He's sitting with here with you at yeah. the same time. Now, it's, it's normal human emotions. If I don't get something and other people get it, of course I'm gonna be upset about the situation. Right. Why? Why should I look out for you? Basically. You know what I mean? So. And for New York, yeah, it just it's not elevates even about that. Why should I look out for you? But it's at the end of the day, you gotta also learn how to respect situations because at the end of the day, if he gave him something and he and he has no tie to you, you can't be mad at that. Right. Okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I'm able to understand everything at the same time, but does the next person understand? You know what? You have to right. be a bigger person to put yourself in a position where you're going to say, that, you know what? Instead of me waiting or asking, I'm going to go and get it myself. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, basically your whole mindset is people who don't, people who feel like they're owed something, but they don't, they don't like think for themselves, like, why, why should I like? It doesn't correlate. Right, right, right. It's like a thousand possibilities of what it could be, but you have to be the strong-minded person to know where you're going yourself. Just, just like we get back to music. He okay. has to be knowing where he's going himself. Without, I could push the car, but he has to use his eyes to see where he's going. Right, absolutely. That's true. Right, let's give the mic to Q real quick. I'm going to ask him a couple questions. So Q, compared to, to Trap, right, what type of artist are you? Do you also do vocals, or are you more of like a bar-for-bar bar rapper, or what exactly do you do? Nah, bro. I'm not going to lie. Act like I'm a singer, because I'm not. <laughs> which is which is fine. A lot of people, a lot of people pretend to be I'm singers be and they're not. I don't really call myself nothing. I just I just go and speak off my mind. You feel me? I go through a lot. I've been through a lot just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I just, I don't know. Like, I always loved music since when I was a little kid. Like, I was that kid that I'll know the music and my parents will get, my parents will get tight. And I know all <laughs> the words, so they'll try to change the radio station. But then you, I'll yeah. know that next song, too. Right. <laughs> Are your parents so like, immigrant parents? Huh? Are your parents immigrant parents? No. I'm not an immigrant. Okay, but they still got. I'm not, not, not you personally. I tell you, like, not you, but um, because a lot of parents get mad sometimes at hip hop per se, because like you know, it's like curse words, might sound aggressive. No, no, nah, nah, my parents is that. hood. Well, shout out my parents. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> my parents is hood. They love all that shit. But nah, I just, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, bro. You feel me? Like I just speak on what I go through. You know what I'm saying? I can't really explain it. The best way for me to show you how I sound is by you listening to my music yourself. Got it. That's fair. Basically, like everyday life music. Yeah. In a sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So I have a question for you. Would you say when you get in the booth, right? You looking for a specific sound, or you just get in there and you don't care what beat comes on? I'm gonna be honest, bro. Again, 
it depends on my mood at the moment. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't really, like, sit there and write to a beat. It's, like, what I'm going through at that certain point in time and how the beat hits me. I'm saying, you. like, if it's an energizing beat mm-hmm. and I'm feeling energized, riled up, that's how the song's going to sound. You know what I'm saying? I got I'm you. going through something with my shorty or whatever like that. That's how this next song is going to sound. You feel me? I like, it's, it's what I go through. I hate so that. you can adjust easy. You're not just like a one-trick pony. You have one sound, one type of beat, one nah, type of thing. Nah, no. yeah, I could. You can adjust I, easy. I'm very versatile. I could be versatile. Got you. Do you get that type of versatility from listening to other artists or maybe getting inspiration from other types of music artists? Not really. I mean, I do love music, but I try not to sound like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, that, that takes out the... The genuine, uh, the genuine exact type of sound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly, bro. So and at, th- at this day and age, everybody sounds like everybody, you know? That's, that's why I thank God that me and my niggas sound like us. <laughs> I hear that. Now, that's, that's funny that you say that because we were having a conversation with a couple of our previous artists, and they say the same thing. That's the one fear that they have, that everybody sounds the same. So right. for you, growing up, who would you say were some of your um, favorite artists or some of your influences? Um, I'm gonna go ahead right off the bat. I'm gonna go ahead and say Jada Kiss. Okay, it's a good one. Fab, Meek Mill. You know what I'm saying? New new artists. I'm gonna say Lil Lil Baby. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I shout out to all of those rappers. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody. They everybody's doing their thing right now. Yeah, right, pretty right, much. I like I like a lot of rappers. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody's going hard. Bro, your your vibe kind of gave me like one of your favorite artists would have been like Max B. No funny shit. Thanks, B. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the uh, fur. <laughs> oh, word. Shout out Max B, but nah, I, I, I haven't heard that any music in a minute. <laughs> okay, I got you, bro. How do you and Trap um? How do you and Trap work exactly? Like, do you how do you guys feed off each other when you guys are in the booth? I'm gonna be honest. Like, we we. We, we we both like to match. We know how to match energy, especially we know each other. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we met through a hole in the wall. You know what I'm saying? So right, right, right. It's already chemistry between us. Right. So that chemistry always makes it easier off the bat. You know what I'm saying? And then we went through a lot of stuff together, too. So it's personal, easy. You know, a lot of personal exactly. Stuff. Okay. So it's easier to come together and, like, let's say he got a topic, I got a topic. The other, the other man is, is already going right. to relate. Right, both rip. It's you know different. what I'm saying? Because we don't have, we might not have, might not have the same lives, but we do live a, sim- a very similar lifestyle. It's different from like trying to get two people that don't know each other, exactly, trying to get them to collaborate. Exactly, bro. It's like Y'all a basketball history. team. You feel me? Yeah. I hear you. There's a question for both of you guys. Um, do you think chemistry makes or breaks projects and songs based on um, artists who are collabing? I very, I feel like it does. I feel like it has a very, very big impact on how a project comes out. Just for like example, I know a lot of artists that when they first linked up and they'll both be, you know, very good artists, the song won't sound as good as you think it would. It's not, it's not natural. You know what I'm saying? But the second one, you know what I'm saying? The second time they come around, it's like, oh, nah, this is it. Like, this is what I was looking for. They actually sat down. And it all comes with time. You know what I'm saying? Getting to know each other, getting to feel the other person's energy, getting their vibe. Because we not people that really like to get along with everybody. For me, so especially if I don't like your energy, if I don't like your vibe, mm-hmm. and I see everything, for me, I'm getting a no. Yeah. You can't get anything past you. Exactly. Is that really is? Are you thankful for um for having that quality, especially in this day. business? I thank God every day for that. Every day for that. Cause that's more of like a survival thing than like a music thing. No, yeah, of course. The, the, the of course. foundation it has comes to do from with that. Music it has nothing to do <laughs> yeah. with music. 
it's a life. It's a life. Lifestyle, lesson. yeah, yeah, yeah bro. It's yeah, you kind of have to go with that nowadays. I mean, surviving yeah. in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. trap. How about you? Is chemistry a Word. big thing? I don't like, I suck at collabing with people. Really, <laughs> really bad. If it wasn't for him, I would. He'd be like, "No, you got for me. You gotta." <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, I'll give him a try. Work give him a try with, yeah. <laughs> I don't like. But I'm starting to learn though. I yeah. know it comes with the business. Is that something you gotta work on? You, you think? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't you know, like meeting like, new you, people. You have to collab with artists. Yeah, like, I know. In the future. That's I don't like meeting just, people. Yeah. I don't like talking to people. <laughs> Why is that? Is it? Would you call yourself know. maybe antisocial, or is it just you're very yeah. protective of yourself, or? Yeah, they're a little both antisocial, protective, trust issues, all that. You want to talk? So do you go that. by do you go by energies like like Q does? Yeah, yeah, for sure, all day. I'll be right. telling him all the time. I'll be like, yo, bro, oh, no. Nah. When we in the same room as somebody else and we and we know that energy, if I know. He knows. He knows, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even, like, Wayne, know, even Wayne knows when I'm yeah. feeling like I'm out of here. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even Wayne knows. It's like, uh, what's it called, like twin telepathy? Yeah, boys, like, people do, like uh, triplets, telepathy, like, I guess. Nah, for real, for real. We always be on point, like, whoop. We our mind, man. We don't got to each other. Yes, sir. I hear that. We gotta go. We gotta go. Definitely. So, so for you, so for you, Tropical, if you could, on a project, you would do no features, basically. You saying? Yeah, my EP was no features. I I saw that. I saw, <laughs> that yeah, nah, that's, I noticed to that too. Yeah. Honestly, I was gonna put a feature on there. But I was like, nah. Yeah. I I always heard that that um well actually if you look at like some of the premier artists, some of the best hip hop artists of all time, their debut albums, let alone projects. A lot of them don't have features because it's a self-reflection of themselves. Yeah. They have to introduce themselves to their audience. That's basically what it was. Who am I? <laughs> right, right. The title who am of the I? EP, right. I think I'm going to really go with that now. Like, I'm just, who am I? See, Roddy, I see my boy Roddy got the anti-social yeah, now. Right. Who, who am awesome. I? I want people to relate to that because some people don't know who they are. Yeah. For real. So is, yeah, that, yeah, kind, yeah, so is that kind of like an oxymoron? Like, you're asking people, hey, who am I? Yeah, they have yeah. to, and they're forced to answer instead of yeah, you. They can also relate to it. Who right. am I? They don't know themselves. Right. Some people be lost in the sauce. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, but you know, it's funny. A lot of people can probably relate to that. Now, our generation, because yeah. I, I think in our generation, a lot of people feel like what you just said, nah, I don't bang with everybody. Yeah, that's I'm a fact. I'm to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, so the, your title of your EP, I think it stands out because a lot of people can relate. Like, oh yeah, hold on. That makes Wayne a great manager too, cause he be letting me do, he be letting me pick the things too. He let me pick the singles. He be like, "Yo, however you feel comfortable." So that who am I was, I think I was not thinking about it. Now I thought about it last week. I'm like, I think I'm gonna run with this. I put it on my bio and everything. Who am I? Right. I think it's gonna be something we could really like market. What would you say? Um, Wayne was responsible for the cover art too. Oh yeah, all that. Okay. So you two pretty much share a lot of resp- like 50-50 responsibility yeah, yeah. over everything. All day. So you all two day. pretty much always. Consult one another. Over. There's yeah, not yeah, one yeah. decision that you two is solely on one person. Yeah, like Except for, the, for obviously working on whatever. You for the selfish, on. he got like eighty percent of the ideas on the selfish <laughs> thing. He said about the you saw the leaves. On, I don't know if y'all saw like on IG the way yeah, the leaves was coming yeah, down. Right, right, yeah, that was that. him. That was. I was like, oh, so I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um. Who edits your your stuff or who does your videos? Um, well, videos. We got a whole. You want to say videos? Various. Yeah. Very. Various. Okay. So y'all basically yeah y'all work with more of them. Yeah, we don't have one. Okay, my art, my art cover guy, he just got fired. Now, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, answer my DM, mo. Stop playing. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's a fact. Is it sometimes? Oh wait, is it sometimes hard for you maybe to give trap all of the like some like most of the control sometimes, or is it kind of like 
you don't really care because you know that I mean, the right decision is gonna be made most of the time. I mean, within the time and the within the time and the experience that we have within each other, mm-hmm. we actually have found ourselves to know where and what we have to do or where we gotta meet at certain points. You know, right. So basically, you know, if I'm out there doing something else and he knows it's like we're done, he has to be on it. Much as I want, he wants it. Right, so, right, right. So everything works. It works a fifty-fifty all the time. It's never I'm gonna do too much. He's gonna do too less. Mm-hmm. I always try to keep myself to do more than him because at the end of the day, you know, that's why I'm actually his manager. Right, true. right. Me before, but you know what I'm saying. I also give him his responsibilities. Like he said, you know, yo, pick this, yo, pick that. You know, right. So like that, he doesn't feel like everything is just being controlled. You feel mm-hmm. robotic, mm-hmm. like you know. You have to also just give him the opportunity to, to let him like roam, let him yes. right, and right. you know through that we have figured each other out. Would you say? Would you say that basically that's what has led to your success so far? The fact that everybody, um, and you two, you both have your own personal deadlines, as well. And no, it's 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 it's, it's, it's like more like I said, you know, we actually met at a, at a, at a time, you know, we spend enough time together where we went through the good ones, the bad ones, right, we went through all the stages. Mm-hmm. Now we know where we at. Now we know where we're going. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's about it. All right. Uh Trap and Q I have a question for you too, actually. Do you think that nowadays artists need to sing in order to survive in um in the hip hop game? Or it nah, depends. I don't know. Nah. Four no. <laughs> Four no. I was just bumping that. I be pop smoke, man. Yeah. Nah. Not so? at all. Not at all. You, you know why? Because... I bet you there's some of y'all favorite rappers that don't sing at all. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know coming saying? up, like that has never been that has never been a requirement in the hip hop world. Right. Biggie never sung. Period. Nope. In one song, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, well, I'm talking more of like nowadays because they nowadays you know the, like the melodies with the way like, that we're going in hip hop, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't really talk about the new age rappers because I'm be honest, I don't I don't like to listen to a lot of new age rappers. I hear just because, yeah. especially from the East Coast, because <laughs> I'm I'm not trying to you know throw anything out, but right, right. a lot of people do have the same sound. You know what I'm saying? And that same sound comes from a lot of auto tune. Right, right, you know right. What I'm saying? It does. So I feel like I I think I know what y'all talking about. Like, cause some people don't even like to listen to ball to ball. Off a bar now, yeah, like yeah, bo- right, like boom right. bap is. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't want to yeah. say it's dead, but radio stations barely yeah. play no, boom they don't bap play it at all, really. as, you know, as marketed so know, as it used to be. But you don't really, yeah, you don't really have to sing, you just gotta have a catchy song, right? Right, like in the mail, it's gone. Boom, you feel me? It's also about how powerful yeah. you are, too, with your words, yeah, right? because you feel me, like you could, you could love something that's not sung as long as you feel it, true, right? Like something you could relate to that hits stronger than, than good vocals. Right, you know what I'm saying that goes a long way. I think I think the reason my my co-host asked was because, like ten years ago, Drake, you know, he like changed the game Hell not because his his rapping ability, but when he sung, it it changed everybody's perspective on damn, like you know the the whole um, rapping and everything. Exactly, it the whole image of what a rapper could look like it changed immediately. And now we got ten years now, we got guys like a Boogie, Lil T J, you know, Bronx Bread. They sing on tracks now, and I think that that relates to their audience so much. They want to feel the artist. They want to feel their soul. I don't. I wouldn't really call that singing, to be honest with you. I, I feel like that's more like you know melodic. Yep. You know what yep, I'm saying? Okay. Like they're harmonizing their voices. So there's definitely a huge difference from yeah. art, from from I your got, perspective anyways, as an artist. Right. From my perspective, okay. I feel like it is a very big difference. Got it. 
So do you definitely, tr you just mentioned, um, you know, being powerful with your words right. for you two. Do you definitely make it a priority to be very powerful with your words yes. instead of being catchy? Yes. I feel like, I feel like I would have to more mm -hmm. than he does just because he has a way better voice than I do. You know what I'm saying? So like, like you said that, before. in a way, that's my only route. Right. You know because that's you my said, only way to grab right. attention is by being truthful. Right, because Kiss, one of your favorite rappers, you know, I think he's a perfect example of someone who's always been very powerful with every single exactly. bar he spits. It's right. always something that catches your attention. It's right. never just like some regular, I don't like fill-ins or right, exactly. even like the ad libs mm -hmm. and everything. Everything's so powerful, which is why I think a lot of old, oh, you know, old school like hip hop fans love Kiss so much, and why he still does well today, even like with Nino Man, right. and with Millie's, and all these other types of like newer artists who kind of like embodied that type of sound for the most part. I'm not gonna lie, y'all gotta stop playing because y'all be loving the singing, but y'all gotta listen to what I'm saying. I know the hooks be catchy, <laughs> but listen to the words. True. And we're in, real quick, shout, shout out to my other, another rap I used to listen to for a long time. So, shout out my boy, help me out with Shout out TC. But shout out the first rapper to show me love. I've been listening since I was a kid. Shout out my boy, Uncle Murder. Uncle okay. Murder's nice. Gang, gang. Yeah. Okay. My boy, Do you feel like Uncle Murder gets um, enough recognition nowadays? Of course he does. You feel me? Don't get me wrong. I always feel like he's been slept on, even no, though he's always yeah, had a big say, laugh. I was gonna he's bring that up. He's very much been slept on, though. But do you feel like he's been more of like, oh, that's the guy who does the the year wrap up instead yeah. of nah, that's the guy who you know he right. has bars and he can you know make you know he's very diverse too, in my opinion. His yeah, his last tape he dropped was crazy. He's got more to his resume. Pull up, pull up, pull up, featuring Uncle Murder. You heard? I feel like he's a good entertainer. And also, you know, he actually works with the youth. Mm -hmm. He works with the youth. He's actually one of the only people in the game that's still around, mm -hmm. that's still able to connect with the young youth faster than anybody else in the industry right now. Where shout out Murder, man. Shout out my Uncle Murder. Yeah, These A&Rs don't know what they're doing, for real. And you got guys like Uncle Murder who actually, not just giving back, but you, like you said, they actually listen, but they can relate. Generations can go by, like, time periods go by, and he still knows what the kids want. And he's and the kids still got to go through him. <laughs> yeah. And the kids still got to go through him because he's an inspiration of the 2020, 2019. You see all that yearly wrap-up? Yep. Being yeah. truthful? Mm -hmm. That's teaching kids an example how to be truthful to themselves. Yep. Don't now slip up. He's watching. Exactly. He's watching. I was going to bring that up. your mistakes. Word. Always you know watching. So... Like I said, shout out yeah. Uncle Murder, man. Be excellent. That's, that's a great Always. point. I was just going to bring that up. Do you think that um he's kind of like, not a parent figure, but like something like a big brother figure that's like, listen, like don't slip up or I'm going to cut your ass. Or I'm going to definitely you know, help <laughs> um, keep you accountable for the stuff you do. I think I think that's needed in hip hop. Do you guys think that's needed in hip hop? I mean, yes, Always. Definitely. That's needed in life. Yeah, Uncle True. Man. Yeah, well, that, that, that's probably why I call him Uncle Murder. I like how, yeah, yeah, I like how you put that. Can you speak on that more, bro? bro? Say, I'm sorry, repeat that again. Could you speak on, on that um, more? You said, I think that's needed in life. Like, what do you mean by that? Someone to push you. Someone to, sh you know what I'm saying? Not even that. Someone just to wake you up in the morning. And what I mean by that is, like, this is your priorities, just in right. case you forgot. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what you want to do with your life. Mm. Remember, this is what you got to do to get there. Right. You need someone like that. Because at the end of the day, you know how they say, all you have is you. Yep. If you don't believe in yourself, bro, it don't matter who's around you, bro. You will never be picked up. Because if you don't Good believe point. in yourself, bro, you can't help yourself. Someone, you can't be helped if you don't want to help yourself. True. Yep. yep. 
You know what I'm saying? Who was that? Uh, who was that figure for you growing up, or did you have one right. that kind of kept you accountable? Like, this is what you have to be successful. I'm gonna be honest, bro. Me. Okay, fair. Always depend on yourself. Yeah. El- elaborate on that. Um, I I love my parents. For me, shout out my parents, but I never had a strong relationship with them, and I never been close to them. Okay. So you know, I've been on my own since I was about 13, 14. I'm talking about you feel me living on my own. Right. You know, so like. Most of most my important years so far, I'm only 20, so got a long way to go. But my important years of growing up and learning the things I had to learn to become who I am right now, I learned it by myself. Do, do you feel like um, rough moments like that in your life build maturity and build character? Of course, of course, of course. Because I, yeah, hell yeah. Because if you, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? 20. Just said it. Makes sense. I'm not from, yeah, I was completely slow, yeah. But yeah, that definitely makes sense because a lot of twenty-year-olds, you know, still kind of like are still very guided. Uh, yeah, I know. I know a like lot of smooth. I know right a now. lot of thirty-year-olds who, you know, what I'm saying, are still not all there yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, crazy. But, I think you know, like man, once you learn from yeah. young, from a young age, you know, like this is how life is. Right. You know, it's kind of like a better, better right. transition to you know the adult, the real world, or right. the, you know, adult adulthood type of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how does the music really translate to that? Do you like? Do you kind of speak about? Those rough moments at 13, 14 in your music, or do you kind of just, you know, brush uh, that to the side and do other stuff? I'ma be honest, I, I don't want I don't want to blow myself up right now. So all I'ma say is what I say in my songs, I either seen it or been through it. So, okay. You know, I don't want to say too much because you feel me? I right, do right. have a very small filter in my music. You know what I'm saying? I hear so, you. Nothing, just, nothing, so nothing's fabricated. Right. That's what I was gonna bring up. Not at all. Not Everything's truthful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I don't like no cap in my rap. Does, does it bother you sometimes when you hear artists talk about certain situations or certain topics that aren't. that you know for a fact that they never went through? I'm gonna be honest. It it there's one there's one part of me that you know it it does it irks, turn it me off you, about yeah. the song. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? But at the end of the day, who am I to knock the next man hustle? Right, you know right, I mean? right. Like everybody's gonna get it how they live. True. And I can't pay too much attention to that because I'm more focused on myself than yeah. anything. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna get nowhere if you're worried about the next man. True. And I think that's important for for a lot of artists to to listen to because a lot of artists, when you really look at it, they depend on someone else to actually mm-hmm. tell them what to do, right. what um how to sound like, mm-hmm. and that winds up navigating them somewhere else. So that's why I think it's important, like what your manager said before. Y'all know exactly. What y'all sound like, who y'all are, and which way y'all y'all headed. So right. I thought what he said from the get go was important because it shows in this interview that y'all laid back, but y'all know who y'all are. Y'all identity is clear. Y'all not trying to fabricate or like put on this persona of this fake, you know, oh, this, that, and the third. Like we trying to be somebody we not. Right. So I feel it. So I I, I gotta I gotta give y'all a shout out for that for real. That's one hundred. I appreciate it for real. All right, so let's talk about some shows. What are some notable shows that you guys have done recently? Um, last year we did the December twenty second Drewski show. Had Lil TJ, Dreamed Out, Coyle Ray, um, the G Four Boys. Heard you. Um, it's a stacked lineup, right yeah, there. Yeah, Skinny from the Nine. And where was that? Where was that at? Um, Highline Borough. Okay, that's in Jersey, right? Nah, no, that's the city. Yeah, city on there. Next to Dream Hotel. Somebody else. Yeah, got you. And then I did. A show in Phoenix, Rich the Kid, Bay Swag, Kim Combs. 
Nice. So these, these aren't just you know regular artists. These are big time yeah. right. type of guys. Yeah. How did but you like, get, how did you get there exactly? Awful. How much networking goes into you know getting doing all of that? A manager putting that footwork. Boom, boom, boom. Nice. He getting in there. <laughs> did you nice. ever link up with any of those artists? Like, would you want to work with any of them? The ones that you name, like Coyle Rays and. Yeah, I would, I would like to work with them. I just feel me, I got to get comfortable with them first. <laughs> right. We can't just go straight into the booth. Now nah, we got to get a vibe in the stool real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we're ready to get in the booth, we in there. It's kind of like storyboarding a whole, or like, you know, having a blueprint for the song or mm-hmm. project, whatever you're doing, very important if you want to go forward with all these artists. Um, I go straight off the top when I'm in the booth. So no, I was, I was talking about like when, you, when you're talking about artists, like, and you guys have like a, like a vision, having like a concrete vision. Is it is it cool? Is it... Necessary first to kind of get to know them first. Oh yeah, and all that. All day. And kind of like be on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes they might hear you and be like, okay, like let's go this route, but then that's not what you want to do, or you might want to do something. That's opposite. why we gotta be there at the same time, just to vibe fill up, yeah, vibe each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes, sir. Change it, then he'll tell you his best step for him to help you in his best way. Right. And Makes if sense. You can't do it. He'll just tell you, yo, listen. You actually have a big show coming up. Would you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, we got one March 31st. My manager could give you more details. Yeah. Oh, he was going to be there too? Yeah, of course. Oh, nice. All right, cool. Okay. Gang pulling up. He knows, he knows about it. Got you. Yeah, so we definitely, you know, we definitely moving. We definitely working, you know what I'm saying? We definitely been outside for too long and definitely put our money in a lot of different people's pockets. So we actually kind of learned some of the ropes and the things that we needed to actually do what we needed to have, you know, to what we had to do. Right now we got a show on March 31st, Gramercy Theater. Uh, we will okay. have, huh? I don't know. I'm saying all right. Yeah, we're gonna have uh, what is it? El Smooth. What is it? Smooth L. Oh, for I keep real? saying his wrong name. So Smooth L. <laughs> you know, King Combs. You know what I'm saying? And a couple other surprise celebrities that's gonna be there. But you know what I'm saying? We got we got a few people popping up. We just don't wanna blow it out yet. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. We just want everybody to tune in, actually, you know what I'm saying? The fly should be coming out. Actually, probably is already out. We should just be getting it right now, but, you know, we definitely working and, you know, tune in because we definitely there. Definitely. March, March 31st, 31st definitely. Gramercy Theater in New York City. Yeah. If you know, you know, which now you do. Definitely pull up to that show. Absolutely. It's going to be crazy. All right, so before we leave real quick, um, what's everyone's take on the whole Pop Smoke situation? Because I feel like that's a situation that kind of hurt a lot of people very deeply. Uh, I'll, be st- I'll be standing... In my kitchen, outside, anywhere I'm at, I just, damn, he really passed away. Like, damn, it's just, it's too, like, it's not real to me yet. Still got to sink it in. It's really whack. R.P. Pop Smoke, man. Yeah, shout out my man Pop Smoke, man, you know. We actually was actually trying to book Pop Smoke the same night he died. Really? Interesting. It's crazy that that even happened because we was actually, uh, I don't know if y'all know Drewski. Yeah, yeah. DJ Drewski, yeah, DJ Drewski is actually, you know, shout out to my man Drewski, you know what I'm saying? He was actually the guy that actually put him out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Shout out my man Chicano in the building. You know what I'm saying? He's the guy that makes anything happen whenever we need something. Mm-hmm. And he's more, he's not even more. He is family. You know what I'm saying? And that night, we was all in the studio. And we was just thinking about, you know, we got a show on March 31st. Who are we going to get to come to the show? You know what I'm saying? We came up with a list of ideas and the people we could actually contact that we actually have the number. And Pop was actually somebody that came to our mind about 3 o'clock in the morning while we were smoking and just listening to music. He actually came to our mind and was like, yo. He actually came to my mind because I was like, you know, it's, it's, I'm actually, you know, it's my first time actually doing a concert. So, and I'm from New York. So, you know, we was thinking like, yo, who, who is popping right now that we could actually 
you know, put in the show. Right. You know, everybody says it gets, gets the crowd crazy. And yeah, involved. everybody says a boogie, which we respect a boogie and we love a boogie. And we, you know, shout He's out to the thing, BX because right. we from the BX and nobody could ever take nothing from a boogie. You know what I'm right. saying? But at, at this time right now where, you know, where all is going on, Pop Smoke actually had had the building shaking. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And shaking that, the room. And then that night, you Literally. know, we actually tried to get in contact with him about 3.20, 3.30 at night. About, yeah, about 3 in the morning, about 3 o'clock, 3.20. And then it came to find out that at 4 in the morning when we, everybody wakes up, like 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock we woke up, we was up smoking and niggas is calling us. Drewski's first message is like, damn, yo. While we all chilling and sleeping, Pop just got killed, you know? That kind of destroyed us because it's like, damn, man, he's only 20 years old. That's that's you know what, what always yeah. stands out to me. At that age, I look at it like like a parent would look at a child. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's not my son, and I'm no one to say anything about right. it. But I still look at things like, damn, like a parent would look at his child like, damn, he's so young, and he hasn't even lived his full life yet. Right. You know, how can somebody come and be so selfish to come and take his life away over anything? Because it could have been anything. We don't know. We Nobody don't know knows. Yet, right. We don't want to know. But at the That's end of the day, crime. but at the end of the day, when you see somebody trying to do better for themselves, embracing themselves, don't 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 remind them of what they were doing wrong. Remind them of what they could doing do better. Right. Yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we're living at right now. We're living in a life where everybody wants to show you what we what what can we do wrong. Right. Instead of what can we do right. You know it's progression, yeah. Not so, regression. You know? When it comes to the safety of of trap and Q, how does that situation really kind of shake? Um, how, what do you do? Like, how do you think like moving forward with these type of situations I that mean, happen a lot? I mean, to be honest, you know, sometimes you gotta actually live where we live for you to understand most of the things and why people react the way we react. Some people say, "Yo, some kids got PTSD." Mm-hmm. It's true. Yo, listen, if you live where we live, everybody got PTSD. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, if you ain't get that, you was living in the wrong place. And if you got PTSD and you ain't know how to use it and you stood in your house taking pills for it, then that was the wrong thing to do. Mm -hmm. It only made you better. It made you come outside and be aware of what's going on in the world. And as them as artists, they have to live that world. They have to be outside. They have to play outside. They have to be around everybody so they can see how the world is. Just like I said, Pop Smoke was 20 years old. Saying I don't think he should have passed away at that age. I don't care what the reason was. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people do bad things in life, but you know what? We nobody to judge. You nope. could be the person right. to be like, you know what? You deserve a second chance. But you know, it's life. Q, what do you think about the whole situation? I'm gonna be honest. Like, coming from the reason why it, it hit me more than it would hit you know a person that doesn't know him. Cause I'm, you know, I don't know him either. But from knowing a nigga that like you know. We headed in the same path, and we the same age, and you know we we affiliated with the same gang, cause you know what I'm saying. I'm I'm thirties crip, so I I know how it feels to you know what I'm saying. Do what he was doing, you know what I'm saying. Rap what he was rapping, and just to see how niggas move like that, you know what I'm saying. When you're doing nothing but good things, bro, you spraying nothing but positivity, no matter how rowdy your music might right. sound, you know what I'm saying. Like just to see just to it. see how you could become a target. Right. For nothing, you know what I'm saying? No matter how old you are, no matter what you're doing. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's just sad to see, bro, and uh, that shit just sucks, bro. And RP and, Pop. And, and sorry to cut him off, but it's sad to say, you know what I'm saying? Just like he said, people might judge him for his music, but you got to also think 
how many smiles were he was he accountable for? Yep. Right. You know what I'm saying? How many people he made happy? You know what I'm saying? How much inspiration? How much inspiration? How many people he took care right. of? How you know many doors he could have opened? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Just mentally. And for you know me, and, and and relating to what y'all said, for me it hit hard because I'm Panamanian. So to see a Panamanian coming up, right. the way he was he was coming up, and from the start, I told this to the last um, guest that we had on. The reason it hit so hard was because he wasn't. It wasn't so much that he was Panamanian. It was the fact that he had a voice and he had the style about him that we hadn't heard yet in so long, and he was doing it his way. That's why it hit so hard because we didn't know which way he was going with it, right. and we were just dying to see where is he going to take this. It could he could really be something special in hip hop. So when I heard the news last week, I was I wasn't even shocked anymore. It was more like I was disgusted because I was like. Forget this. It's funny. He, he kept saying, niggas saying they outside. And I was saying in my head, I was like, you see, it's shit like this that makes me say, we ain't going nowhere. Forget about it. I don't want to, I don't even want to like, after he died, I was like, this is the type of shit that makes me say, yeah, put it bro. away. I ain't, I ain't even want to post on the right, gram. Right, I ain't nothing. even want to take wanna a post nothing. I was at. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I saved it and posted that shit two days later, man. Right. I mean, that's and it, it sucks, but it's reality, bro. That's like you truth. really gotta be careful out here, mm -hmm. especially the, the 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 stronger of a voice that you have, right? The more of a target you can become. Your words for nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. For nothing, bro. Just just for being that guy, Absolutely. niggas is gonna right. want your head. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie. What really bothers me, is, you know how people say, "Get out the hood." Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. They gonna kill you in your hood. They killed him in L.A. In the hills, right? Feel me in the Whole hills. Spot. That that really bothers me. I'm not gonna lie. I posted that in my as as a caption because I was like, how they tell you to leave your hood so they won't kill you, but you right. got killed in L.A. where everybody dreams to go. Exactly, the hills. one of the safest spots ever. Supposedly, you know, supposedly. it's not yeah, safe. Right? Supposedly, right? yeah, supposedly. You know what bothers me too? It became like it became almost like a a funny thing to people. Not like in the in the literal sense, but people were like. You know, you got Biggie dying almost 20 years ago in L.A., and now they want to relate it back to, to in the, Pop In the 20 same hospital. Ago. Right, exactly. At, wasn't it like, uh, was it Mount Sinai, something like that? No, it wasn't Mount Sinai. I'm bugging. But it was the same hospital. Yeah, I don't remember the name, but I do remember they, it was the same, they, they took the him, same right. hospital. All Absolutely. I know is R.P. Pop, he's our Biggie now. Our, our generation. Yeah, no, for this generation, for definitely. Sure. Shout out for kids who don't remember Biggie. Shout I was, out, I was, yeah, shout out right. Juice World, man. Shout out Gigi. All the following ones, 20, right? 2020 is scary. So I, I was actually gonna um ask y'all, y'all basketball fans, right? Who's y'all favorite team? My favorite team is the Lakers. Herbert is my favorite player. Mine's is the Knicks. That's my Michael Jordan. <laughs> my man, I'm a Knicks fan too. That's Shout my Michael Kobe, Jordan, man. That's all I'ma say. Shout out my Shout Kobe, Kobe, man, and the family and the other family that wasn't even ever, you know, mentioned. Everybody, shout out his right, family, right. Huh? Yeah, shout, shout out to other, the other seven all the other, people that right. were in the plane. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Favorite player, Joe Smith. <laughs> <laughs> nah, my favorite player right now is Jason Tatum, though. Nah, Tatum's killing it right wow. now. Didn't he drop, uh, like, 36 last night, something like that? I know he... I was watching the game. I forgot. That man. sounds like something he would do. Right. I don't even be he surprised. If he dropped 50 today, I'd probably go, all right, normal. That's a fact. Joe Smith, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker. That's it. So you got to know. My man. Top three. All right, word. I'm a Laker fan. I'm in the back. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're on a winning team. Huh? You're on a winning team. Yeah, they, the they winning right now. Oh, yeah. for real. Oh, they winning, they winning. Yeah, I've been liking them niggas since Kobe and Shaq and Fox and Rick. <laughs> 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 liking them days, yeah. 
That's Word, some, man. Nah, I fuck with basketball, but at the end of the day, most win world records, man. I don't know about nothing else. <laughs> That's the real team. That's all I hate you. know, man. <laughs> all right, so what? Shout before, out my boy TC, man. Got you. TC. Other artists, artists that was not even here. Got you. Nah, we'll get him next time. Yeah, tell him come on real quick. Definitely. So if we let you guys go, what's next for you guys overall? Like, what's what's the goal with what you guys collectively want to do? I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie, bro. We want everything. We not here to play. We want everything. Yo, bro, I was just about to say, bro. We just taking over the world. That's what we want. We just trying to take over the world. We want the we want the respect. We want the position. With the power, we want everything. We got we got projects coming out, concerts, features. We doing everything. All right, y'all heard it here first, Yo, people. Shout out to that my note, man for having us. You heard? I nah, appreciate it. Nah, appreciate you guys for coming. We have radio. Bow. Nah, man. Yo, we appreciate you guys for coming, bro. Honestly, you gotta get more artists. We need more episodes. Definitely, we definitely appreciate you guys supporting everything. We definitely want to hear from you guys again for sure, bro. We definitely came on something. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me tell him something though. Stream selfish out now on all platforms. Absolutely, You know, we're gonna drop all your uh, all your information in the bio, Instagram, your songs, YouTube, everything. So don't worry about that. All right. So on that note, thank you again for coming on. Need more shows. The Gramercy Theater, March thirty first. Check out my boy Trap, my boy Q yes, in the building. I'm gonna hope um smooth out everybody else. You know, I really don't want, I don't gotta tell you why you should go. Obviously, <laughs> like, there's a whole bunch of reasons why you should go in the first place. There's two right here. Y'all see the moves, man. Yeah, tickets right. on sale soon. All right, re up NYC. We'll catch you guys Ticket later. Right Peace. Oh, go get it there. All right, be easy. Peace.